traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. This this is the news and talk station of New York with Greg Kelly. Real, real New York, 77 WABC. You could cut ties with all the lives that you've been living in. And if you do not want to see me again, I would understand. Welcome, welcome to the Greg Kelly Show. I'm Lydia Serrani in for Greg, who is taking some much-deserved uh, time off. That was some third-eye blind there. And if I should never see you again, I, that's my message to uh, Dr. Fauci. My God, what talk about mixed message, right? Didn't they say that the vaccines were like 100% effective? Didn't they say get boosted? And, you know, I've, I've been, I'm a proponent of vaccines. I believe in vaccines. I also try to believe in the science. And now all of a sudden, people are double vaccinated. They're getting boosted and they're still catching the Omicron. I was recently tested today. I was tested for COVID. And guess what? The tester told me, I said, hey, am I going to get a rapid test? She said, no, because we're finding that the rapid are not picking up the Omicron variant. So she said a lot of people are walking around thinking they don't have it and they do have it. Fortunately, most of the people I know that have Omicron, and I know quite a few people that have come down and tested positive with COVID, they have uh, cold-like symptoms or, or no symptoms at all. And the CDC did shorten the quarantine quarantining uh, period from 10 days to five days so you can go back to work because we're seeing like 6,000 cops called out sick, 20% of EMS workers. I mean, it is it is getting a little out of control. Clearly, this is something we are going to have to live with. Could you imagine like back in the day, I say back in the day, I mean before COVID-19, that if you called out sick from work because you had a runny nose uh, or because you, you know, I mean, I understand if you have a fever, you have body aches, you're weak. That's a different, that's a totally different animal. But that's what a lot of people are experiencing with this Omicron. They have a runny nose, maybe a slight cough, but overall they feel fine. Every person that I spoke to that actually tested positive, you know, cause I'm the type of person that I like to, you know, hear from the horse's mouth. They tell me they're shocked that they tested positive. So it makes you wonder, I, I'm not trying to be like a conspiracy theorist, but are, are these tests even accurate? Like, are they, are they testing for the cold virus? Because COVID, coronavirus, COVID's abbreviation of coronavirus, is, it's a strain of the cold. If you look at the back of a Lysol bottle, you'll see there before the pandemic that it kills coronaviruses. I know this is a different thing, COVID-19. So I, I don't know what's going on. I really don't know. But I thought masks work. But then you've got like Dr. Fauci, who we had uh, Dr. Mark Siegel on Cats at Night, which is coming up at five o'clock tonight. And I, I sit alongside John Katzmatidis every night at five. And he was saying that the biggest virus now spreading across the country is fear. You know what else I say is another virus spreading across the country? Misinformation. And that is courtesy 
of Dr. Fauci, who is more concerned about being a TV star, who is more concerned about appearing on all these TV shows and his little dolls being made in his likeness and appearing on magazine covers, People magazine and all these things. He's on TV so much. The guy has lost his voice. And he is misinforming. He's doing a disservice. I don't know if his intentions are evil. I don't know if he's beholden to someone. But I thought as the head of the NIH, the National Institute of Health, a top infectious disease doctor, that he would be professional and he would be bipartisan. But it is clear that he has drawn a line and he is protecting the Biden administration. And whichever way the wind blows, whichever policy coincides with the Biden administration narrative, he goes along with it. And that's where the issue lies. If you remember, let's let's remind you, this is what Fauci said back in the beginning when the pandemic started. He sat down with 60 Minutes. He also, by the way, sat down with John Katzmatidis. It was one of the first interviews. And this is what he said about wearing masks. Number five. Right now, people should not be white. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, Wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a, a droplet. But it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. And often, there are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask, and they keep touching their face. Now, this is what he just said recently about wearing a mask. Number six. I mean, anything that could get um, people more vaccinated would be welcome. But with regard to the spread of virus in the country, I mean, I think if you look at wearing a mask and the filtration on on planes, things are reasonably safe. We want to make sure people keep their masks on. I think the idea of taking masks off, in my mind, is is really not something we should even be considering. Now, the reason I bring that up, you can say, well, things have changed. They've learned more. Nothing has changed as far as a virus particle. We've always known from the beginning that this particle was so teeny tiny that it it is airborne. It is like a mist. So just like he said in the beginning, he was actually more correct. It can stop a droplet. Think about it. If masks are so great everybody's wearing them. Why is anybody catching anything? Why is anybody getting sick? I thought they said the vaccines were 90 something percent and breakthrough cases were rare. And now we are hitting all of these records. And again, the Biden administration dropping the ball. They were hand can wrapped gifted the end to this pandemic with Operation Warp Speed. But because Dr. Fauci, because the Biden administration was so obsessed with this one track mind, which is vaccines, vaccines, vaccines in the process, we forgot all about the therapeutics, therapeutics, meaning like antiviral pills, uh, you know, a- a- anything else that could be in the mononuclear, the monoclonal antibody fusions that now many hospitals are running low on. That's what's happening. So what we're two years into this and we're almost like worse off than we were in the beginning because we have people completely mishandling this. I see the phone calls coming in. 1-800-848-WABC. That number is 1-800-848-WABC. Fortunately, I'm Lydia Saran. I'm filling in for Greg Kelly. There are some brave and courageous people out there. There is an immunologist. His name is Dr. Human Norcasm. Dr. Human Norcasm, he's an immunologist, he was on Fox News, and he spoke so beautifully and said it so perfectly how he feels about Dr. Fauci. Number two. 
I would say that the deviation from the science of immunology by Dr. Fauci and by the Biden administration is really a, a, a very serious national security threat. Wow. National security threat. I couldn't agree more with him. Then he goes on to say why he's a national security threat, because he is giving out the wrong information. Bravo to this doctor and so many other doctors that have the courage to stand up to Fauci, who is fake and phony and a moron. He doesn't know what he is talking about. That's why he we don't have public trust. Nobody. Everybody's afraid. It's Dr. Fauci's fault. We have people that are anti-mask. It's Dr. Fauci's fault. We have people that are not getting vaccinated. It's Dr. Fauci's fault that there is all these conspiracy theories because he has flip flopped so many times based on what, you know, Democrats want him to say. Listen to this immunologist. He says we're doing the whole vaccination process all wrong. Number three. Instead of focusing on the science of immunology and making sure everyday Americans are are uh, fully immune, what we're doing is we're forcing um, a, a, a vaccination on people, many of whom do not need it. So, for example, if you think right. about the kids who are getting uh, booster uh, mandates in colleges, you know, some of these kids have had COVID and have had two mandated shots already within the span of the right. of a year. Exactly. And he said we should focus on antibodies, natural immunity. The guy makes perfect sense. Unlike Mr. Fauci, I'm going to keep going in on Dr. Fauci, just like I did with Governor Cuomo. We're going to bring this guy down and expose him for the fraud that he is. I'm Lydia Serrano in for Greg Kelly. got some lines open. 1-800-848-WABC. This is Greg Kelly on 77 WABC. Welcome back to the Greg Kelly Show. I'm Lydia Serrani. we got so much to talk about. We've got the uh, COVID infection rates sky high, this and that. Listen, everybody's got to chill out, though. I'm a little worried myself. I came in here. I'm spraying the Lysol and everything. I'm a little freaked out, and I'm wearing my mask because I don't want to get sick. I'm I'm a nat- like, knock on wood, knock on wood. I'm a strong person. I'm naturally usually very, uh, you know, healthy. Got You know, I, I do my juicing. I try to work out and, you know, get enough sleep. Sleep is extremely important. I take vitamin D, other vitamins, all this stuff. My husband does the same. We even give my daughter the vitamin. So we try to keep really healthy. But it looks like this, you know, everybody's getting sick and has a cold and this and that or whatever. Are we hyping it up? I mean, this is life. I think this is life now. I think we're going to have to live with this. This is endemic. It's no more pandemic. It's endemic, meaning it is going to be the way we have to live right now. And I'm I'm actually happy that the CDC shortened the quarantine from 10 days to five days because you did. You had people sitting around me like, I feel fine, but apparently I could kill somebody, so I should stay home. And, you know, the biggest reason for all this misinformation is Dr. Fauci. But, of course, it's not even his fault that he's a moron. It is the mass media that is giving him the platform that treat him like a god. Like he's a rock star, like he's Mick Jagger, like he is a Bono from U2. You don't believe me? Listen to Nicole Wallace of MSNBC, number one. Jason, you see how difficult this is for this administration. I mean, I'm a I'm a Fauci groupie. I'm a thrice vaccinated mask adherent. I buy KN95 masks, buy the, you know, caseload. They're in every pocket. I wear them everywhere except when I sit down. And... I am certain 
that this is not a variant I can outrun. And and I wonder where you think the sort of conversation is heading at this moment, Jason. I'd rather put a muzzle on her versus a... And by the way, she showed a KN95 mask. I'm almost positive that that wasn't a KN95 mask that she, she showed. Like she kind of... It was a black mask and she held it up. Isn't that the one that it's like... Uh, like a, almost like what the contract or like a, a contractor wears, like uh, with a little ventilator thing, and it kind of really covers your face. The one she held up looked like a medical grade mask. So, but you heard her. She said she's a groupie. What do you mean you're a groupie? A groupie of what? What are you talking about? You shouldn't. You should. This guy is supposed to be a, a bipartisan guy. This guy's supposed to be a professional. He's supposed to be just somebody that is giving out the facts, the information, telling us the science. But he always likes to talk in circles and, and, and talk in riddles. You, you know, I mean, this guy, he, he just doesn't. He he doesn't make any sense a lot of times. And that's why you have so many people that have lost so much faith in this guy. And I before I get to your calls, 1-800-848-WABC, that number is 1-800-848-WABC. I want to go back to that immunologist who basically said on Fox News, his name is Dr. Human Norcasm. And I detected a little bit of an accent there. So he, I'm wondering if he must have come from like a maybe a Middle Eastern country or some sort of other oppressive country, because I think a lot of people like I'm a, a child of immigrants. And I think a lot of people that come to this country as first generation or they're immigrants or they come from like crappy countries, they they recognize just how amazing America is and how valuable our democracy is and how important it is to stand up for your freedom, to stand up for what is right and to speak the truth. So he actually, this doctor, he went on to say, you know, he has a kid in college and I'm now worried about his kid getting, you know, doxxed, uh, getting canceled at school because I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it does happen. Number four. Uh, look, my own kid goes to Boston College, and Boston College has actually mandated this. And I, again, I, I would say it's completely irrational. What we should be doing is we should be working on antibodies, and we should be looking at oh. the antibody levels as as many immunologists have been saying from the beginning. There you have it, antibodies. Why aren't they ch- checking our antibodies? And even if you have a low amount of antibodies, I'm not a doctor, but I know enough from like my biology classes or a simple Google search that our T cells remember if you've had an infection. So the, the fact that nobody's ever talking about natural immunity is just mind boggling to me. Let's go to the phone calls. We got a full board here. Uh, let's go to Frank from Tennessee. Hey, hey, Lydia, how are you doing? I'm a transplant from Brooklyn to Tennessee. Oh. I just moved here. Oh, wow, nice. What part of Tennessee? Uh, we're we're in Putnam County, kind of like halfway between Nashville and Knox, Knoxville. It's really nice. Oh, that's awesome. Good for you. You made the move before it gets really out of control because things aren't getting any better over here in New York City. So I see here you said uh, encourage. You want me to take off my mask? Yes, this is why you should take off your mask. Number one, you're a very pretty lady, and we need to see that. We need something to be happy about and see something beautiful. Uh, Number number two, this Omicron variant is a joke. Um, I spoke with a nurse. She tested 2,000 people over the past two weeks for coming up onto the holiday, and she said basically anybody who tested positive was was like, I had a stuffy nose. I didn't even know I was really sick. Right. So this is your chance to get true immunity. 
Ciao. Thank you, Frank, from Tennessee. We miss you here in New York City. Come back and visit anytime. And here's another positive thing before we go to break. They're saying, according to the officials, not Dr. Fauci, of course, he doesn't say any of this, that the Omicron variant, if you catch it, can give you immunity to towards the Delta variant. And the Delta is the one that's deadly. So if you want to catch a variant, you want the Omicron because the Omicron for most people is mild. And there's been study after study after study. But who wants to get sick? But here we are. I'm I'm worried because they're already talking about shutting down the schools again. I got a notice from my daughter's school. All this gosh, it is so annoying. Ugh. And I wouldn't be surprised if I have it. I have a headache now. I have a headache. I don't know if it's psychosomatic. I don't know if I'm sick of seeing Dr. Fauci. I don't know if I'm sick of the mainstream media. I don't know what's going on. But we're going to talk about it. We're going to feel good this hour. I am in for Greg Kelly. I'm Lydia Saran. I stay with me until 3 o'clock. I got one line open. 1-800-848-W. Oh, it's just closed. 1-800-848-WABC. This is Greg Kelly on 77 WABC. This is you too, what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the truth. That's what I want. I want the truth. Oh, God. That's all. I interviewed Bono once. He was a very nice guy. I remember I was working at CBS News. I was going out as a associate producer. And they, you know, what they do there is like you get the interviews. You go on the red carpet for the talent. And I go out there and Bono was like, ah, oh, waving. And he didn't want to talk to anybody. Then I'm like, Bono, Bono. And he looked at me and, and he came over and then he was doing an interview. Very nice guy. Very charismatic. He had that gravitas. By the way, if you want to follow me on social media, I'm Lydia. News, L-I-D-I-A-N-E-W-S. That's L-I-D-I-A-N-E-W-S. That's me on Twitter. And on Instagram, it's Lydia News One. I also have a Facebook fan page. Uh, I hate the, that they call it a fan page, but that's what they call it. And it's L-I-D-I-A. And then my last name is C-U-R-A-N-A-J. I post a lot of videos there. I don't really get into fights with people. If you're going to be nasty to me, I'm just going to block you because I feel like the trolls love to feed off the negative energy. And so... Yeah, I got some like people saying, oh, you're transphobic. How could you say like, I'm not trying to make fun of, but when that, that person called yesterday and he's like, hi, this is Denise. I'm not trying to make fun of you, Denise, but I'm just saying that's how you sounded to me. I can't believe you're saying anything about transgender people. I won. The, I, I came in first place in the women's race in the marathon. Yeah, be, because you're a man. Because you're a man. I'm sorry. You're a man. Oh, God. Anyway, it is what it is. You're a man. Uh, let's go to John from Lower, Lower East Side. Oh, we got John from Long Island. Oh, that one. Okay. Hey, John. Oh. Okay, a couple of Johns. Hey, hey John. Lydia, you're... Good to talk to you. Hey. So the reason I'm calling, I don't know if you've noticed, if you get to walk around the city at all, the smell of marijuana is everywhere. Yes. And it's don't I have the right as a citizen to breathe fresh air? Seriously. You know, it's, it's really ridiculous. I see people... I passed by a construction site the other day, and on the lunch hour, all these construction guys were sitting around smoking their marijuana. You pass by cars, and people are smoking marijuana in their cars. I mean, I just don't understand. What happened to Mothers Against Drunk Driving? Isn't this just as bad when you're allowed to smoke in your car and drive? Absolutely. I'll be at a light and my, my window will be down and I'll smell the marijuana and they're open. The driver is smoking marijuana and I'm just looking at him like 
in shock because you're 100% right. These people are getting high. They're behind the wheel. And then regarding the construction workers, there is a construction site over here near the studio and I walk by it and they are, you can smell the marijuana and I'm looking at them and I'm thinking to myself, you're dealing with heavy machinery here and you're smoking marijuana. I mean, this is like the state we're living in right now where if you walk into a restaurant, an Applebee's on Queens Boulevard and you're not vaccinated, a SWAT team will come in and take you out and there'll be like numerous 911 calls made because you're not wearing a mask, but you can inject yourself with drugs. You can whip out your your dingling if you want to. You can defecate. You can pee. You can do all of these things that are outrageous in the middle of the street. Nothing happens to you, but God forbid you walk in. If I walked in right now at the McDonald's down the block here, I go to the McDonald's all the time. It's actually a very good one. If I go in there without my mask on, I can guarantee you they would escort me out. Meanwhile, just yesterday, there was this morbidly obese homeless woman who was literally talking to herself, spitting, and nobody was saying anything. There was actually a police van parked outside of it. But I guess you, you can catch COVID if you can spread COVID and catch it if you're standing up and you're walking in. But if you're sitting down, you can't catch it. This is why. And then the migrants, let's not even get started there. They're coming in across the border. We're not testing them. We don't know who they are. We don't know how old they are. We don't know if they're terrorists or not. They're flying them in in the middle of the night. And here we are. People are losing their jobs if they don't get vaccinated. They're literally this is that's the requirement here in New York City. If you're not vaccinated, if you don't get that first dose, you you could be fired. And yet we've got the, that's why there's this mixed message. And I blame Dr. Fauci. I blame the CDC and I blame the Biden administration because it shouldn't be this way. It sh- there shouldn't be lines down the block, down avenues for testing. We should have a surplus of tests. This is beyond ridiculous, beyond the failure. And then you got Biden. He had the goal. The nerve to say this, number nine. I said, thank you very much. Look, there is no federal solution. This gets solved at a state level. I'm looking at Governor Sununu on the board here. He talks about that a lot. And it ultimately gets down to where the rubber meets the road. And that's where the patient is in need of help or preventing. Speaking of patient uh, needing help, he needs help. His brain is mush. His brain is mushy, mushy. Bye-bye. He is so out of it. He can barely talk. God help us all. I mean, it's scary. Let's go to uh, Louie from uh, Wayne, New Jersey. Hello. How you doing, Lydia? I'm doing good, Louie. Okay. Listen, I got one thing I wanted to say. You're very you're very good. You wear the mask. You've been vaccinated. What about your eye ducts? I know, right? Because it's true. It can come through your eyeballs. You're right. Why hasn't anybody brought that up? We should have eye covering. Because the eye ducts are one of the most poorest spots on our face. You're right. Look at look, look what happens if you have hay fever. The pollen goes in there. You're done if you don't wear glasses. You're right. So we got to wear goggles. <laughs> we got we got to wear scuba gear. That's what it looks like to me, Louie. You're right because I remember there was a story about a doctor who was masked up the whole nine, and then somehow they he figured out he got the virus through his eyeballs. Yeah, Louie, you're right. I mean, there is it. There's. I think, uh, thank you, Louie. I think we got to focus on the therapeutics at this point. 
I think we need to do the vite. We got to focus on being healthy. If you're morbidly obese, you know you have a higher chance of dying. 80% of the people that died of COVID are morbidly obese. If you're a diabetic, we know this also has a clotting issue unlike anything else. I don't even know why we, I know it looks like a, the coronavirus, but it sure is not behaving. I mean, that's why people, so many people died on ventilators. They died on the ventilators because the worst thing you could possibly do to a COVID patient is put him or her on a ventilator, forcing uh, air into their lungs and then causing all the severe damage because it's not like there was fluid in their lungs, which is one of the reasons why people get put on, on ventilators, say if you have pneumonia or something or if you know something like that. It's because there was so much inflammation. So what they needed was steroids and inflammation at the alveoli, the cell sac that surround that are on top of the lungs. So it's not like the lungs itself. So that you were almost getting like uh, suffocated from the inside out. That's what this this damn COVID nineteen virus does. It's 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 horrific. The, and we know so many people that died of it, and their last breaths are like of confusion. And then what's really scary is there's long term side effects. You're hearing about the long haulers. Now we're hearing that people can have brain damage and heart damage, and we know they have scar tissue damage in their lungs. So nobody wants to get this thing, but there are therapeutics. We know vitamin D. We know why isn't Fauci talking about any of that? Let's go to Judith. She's a longtime listener from Brooklyn. What's up, girl? Thanks, Lydia. And by the way, thank you for bringing up this whole vouchy worshiping thing. It's a it's courageous. Listen, I want to tell you something. I take COVID very seriously. Don't kid yourself. I absolutely do. But I want to point out a few things. Number one, Florida DeSantos, he seems to follow the science of common sense where all options are on the table. And let's go back to the early stage of Dr. Zelenko. He saved 700 elderly people. Look at what he did. Why don't we look at other scientists, other doctors that see, seem to have done things a little differently than Fauci was a, a Fauci was such a dictator. By the way, doctors, including Dr. Mark Siegel, they are treating for people with bad side effects of vaccines, I'm sorry to say. This booster has had heart problems for people and Bell's palsy, which some people don't know, that's basically paralyzing the side of your face. This has happened as well, Lydia. Yes. I can go with, you know. Yes, Judith, I, I have heard that of inflammation. It's like uh, basically your immune system has an overreaction. Yeah, believe me, it's scary. I know of women that have had menstrual issues. They had a missed period for 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 months. Uh, it causes inflammation in the gonads, in the ovaries, and the testes, and you know there's there are side effects. Everything has a side effect. But I, I chose to do it because I didn't want to be responsible because I am around people that are immunocompromised. I am around people that are elderly, that are in that risk group. So I said, let me let me take that risk for my own health because I know, you know, the chance of me dying from COVID are slim to none. I'm young and healthy and strong and all these things. But God forbid, I don't want to be responsible or have that guilt on me that I got this person sick. And so that's why I chose to get vaccinated. And I think if we if we kind of put it that way, where it was more altruistic for people and explained it to them that way instead of forcing them, you know, we wouldn't possibly be in this mess. But, you know, here we are. I, we're coming up on the second hour. I want to hear from you guys. I got one line open. Uh, Pete, Jimmy, Lou, Jill, David, John, Jerry, I will get to you. one 800 wabc I'm Lydia Serrani, Lydia News on social media. And I'm in for Greg Kelly. We'll be right back. 
This is Greg Kelly on 77 WABC. Oh, this is Phil Collins. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Hold on, because we got to play the song from the beginning, but we'll forward it up the, the next one. Can we? Let's, I love Phil Collins. Poor guy. Oh, you can play it up. Oh, it's still playing the beginning. Do you know he got uh, divorced or something, and his wife is like trying to take everything from him? Oh, she's such a he's such a bad person. I saw that uh, Dr. Dre. I think his wife got a hundred million dollars in the divorce. Hundred million. I'll marry you, Dr. Dre, for a hundred million. No, 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 no. I love my husband. Oh, Victor. He's probably listening right now. Yeah, right. No, uh, but yeah, hundred million. That's like a that's a huge divorce. That's huge. A lot of money. I just wonder how much money the government will will take from that. But yes, we got a full board of phone calls here. I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. We're gonna talk obviously about Fauci, about coronavirus. U.S. cases spike. Oh my God, they spiked. They spiked 126 percent in two weeks. Uh, Biden weighs vaccine mandates to fly in the U.S. They're gonna do it. Hundred percent. Right now, there is a vaccine mandate to fly internationally, but uh, what kind of? I mean, yes, it it helps save lives, but why are we not pushing therapeutics? What about the antivirals? What about the Paxlovid? What about testing? The whole point of Paxlovid and those antiviral pills, that's the one made by Pfizer. Merck has another one. It's not as effective, uh, but it does well, obviously. The whole point of it is you have to take it within five days of a positive test result. If you can't get a test, if you don't have the time to wait three hours, or if you're too sick to wait an hour in, in line for hours, or if it, a PCR, some places it takes them three to five days to get you the result, then it's a, it's a moot point. So we're, I just can't believe this. I, I actually, I can believe it because Biden is so utterly incompetent and he has surrounded himself with incompetent people as well versus Trump. It looks like to me, Trump purposely surrounded himself with people that were even smarter than him. And he actually heeded their, their warnings and listened to their advice. And that's what a really successful leader does. They want to surround themselves with really, really smart people. Meanwhile, Biden is this empty vessel. And even Barack Obama famously said, don't underestimate the ability uh, of Joe Biden to F things up. The guy's been in politics for 50 years. He's a career politician, meaning he is a professional uh, out of talking out of both sides of his mouth. And and this guy, I mean, just to remind you uh, of just how what a dullard he is, the whole let's go Brandon thing. Remember the Christmas Day phone call? Listen, listen number 15. Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Hey, by the way, where, are you in Oregon? Can you play it one more time? Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. So you got Biden agreeing with him. Let's go, Brandon. The whole world knows what let's go, Brandon means. Let's go, Brandon started at that racetrack where they were screaming F Joe Biden. They they didn't say F, but, you know, they they used a real four letter word. And the reporter was interviewing a driver named Brandon. And she said, oh, they're saying let's go, Brandon. So let's go, Brandon has become a euphemism for F you, Biden. And you're going to tell me Biden doesn't know that? And if he doesn't know that, that's an even more serious problem. And you saw that his wife, Dr. Jill Biden, who's not a medical doctor, but, you know, she kind of flinched a little bit. There's a very, very, very imperceptible little little wink that she did. You could you could tell because she's his caretaker. She is so hungry for power. You can tell she's like salivating. She's the one that pushed him. 
into becoming, because you know he didn't want to do it. You know he didn't. You know he knows he's sick. The guy is has aged tremendously just in the last year. And I, I, I blame her. She's a horrible human being. And the fact that Biden himself was like, yeah, let's go brands. And I agree. Well, well, Joe Biden, you know, you might be, I guess, uh, agreeing with that, you know, F you to you. But at the end of the day, he's the president and we're all the ones getting effed. OK, that's the bottom line. We're, we're all getting effed here. By him being the president of the United States, and I'm going to steal this line from Charlie Gasparino, Kamala Harris being one cackle away from the presidency, we are effed. We are effed. It's bad because Kamala Harris is not a good person. She is not a good person. Every which way, nobody likes her. People are quitting left and right in her administration. That says a lot about you as a leader when nobody likes you. Nobody wants to work with you and people are quitting left and right. And there is a huge turnover. That says a lot about the leader more so than even the organization. Uh, let's go to John from the Lower East Side. Yes, Lydia. Hi. Thank you very much for taking my call. Can you hear me? I can hear you, John. All right. You're 100 percent right. I'm behind you. And uh, Donald Trump is 100 percent right. And what he said about uh, and what you believe uh, about Donald Trump, you said just a while ago that he uh, was surrounded by people that know more than him. My father used to tell me that when I was young. Stay with, make friends that are older than you, but wiser. And I'm 76 years old now, and I'm in still good health. Don't take medication, don't need it, and haven't been sick. And I go out. I wear a mask only if I'm shopping or in close contact with a lot of people. I haven't been sick, and I'm not going to get sick. I'll tell you why. Because my faith in God is, is more stronger, and that's what we're all supposed to do, put God first. I agree. I agree, John. I agree. We should be putting God first. But the Democrats, they're against religion. Don't you hear them? They want to make the government your daddy. They want to make the government God the father. They want to make a climate your religion. They want to make this woke woke democracy to to make you think that it's wrong to challenge a male uh, a six foot five guy that's like 200 pounds swimming against women. They, if you dare say that that's wrong, they want you to lose your job, to get kicked out of school. And this woman who's like, uh, Cynthia Millen, who looks like this little sweet little old nun, a seven year old woman, she's the only one that has had the courage to stand up and say, this is nonsense. And, and, you know, it's so ridiculous. We need people to have more courage and stand up. All those college swimmers should say, I am not going to swim at this person. This is not fair. That's it. Because if everybody does it all together, we and and you know who else needs to speak up and have some courage? The New York City police officers. That's who needs to stand up because the fact that they we they we are u- utilizing our resources, our hard-earned taxpayer dollars, right? You work a lot of hours, right? To to make that money and then you give it to the government, you do it for those services and they're wasting it on cops, SWAT teams going into McDonald's and Applebee's to haul off kids that are not vaccinated. That's what we're doing here. That's what we're doing. 
And it's it's still go- it's still going on. And it's not right. If I was the NYPD, if I was the police commissioner, I would say to de Blasio, because, listen, you guys got nothing to lose. OK, you got Mayor Adams who's going to say we got more important things. We got people high. We got fentanyl. We got opioid abuse. We got a homelessness problem. We got a crime problem. We got a we got a mentally ill problem. We got all these other prostitution problems. We got all these other problems before we we need to address with the police officers and shootings and all this other stuff before we deal with kids not being vaccinated at Burger King or whatever like that. If you remember, this incident went viral. I brought it up on the Bernie and Sid show with Russ Salzberg and Curtis Sliwa. And the look on this poor little eight-year-old boy's face as the the SWAT team, the the strategic response team comes in is, is just heartbreaking. Take a listen. You just paid them saying that you can't serve, otherwise if you're not going to pay for it, you know, you have the, uh, the card. You and, 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 but you don't have it, then you have to leave. And if not, scaring a child, traumatizing a child. Hope you feel good about yourself, NYPD. Disgraceful. You failed. You failed yourself, NYPD. Is this what you signed up for? Is this what justice looks like for you? Is this what you dreamed of when you wanted to be a cop? And of course, it's not what cops want. I've had plenty of cops uh, direct message me and they've said to me, we have no choice. We have to follow orders. They have to follow the chain of commands. So either we do it or we lose our jobs. So they and you could tell even by the looks on their faces in that video, by the way, it's on my Twitter at Lydia News, L-I-D-I-A-N-E-W-S. They don't want to be there. This is the most ridiculous thing. This is what we've been reduced to. But if the union leaders, if the police commissioner, if all the cops, not just a few of them, have the courage, like that 70-year-old woman, U.S. swimming official who retired, who said enough is enough, transgender people, men, whatever, should not be competing in women's sports, this and that. If we all just have courage, that's what John Katzmatidis also always says, just have the, the guts to stand up and say, this is insane, I'm not going to take this anymore then there is a strength in numbers. We have to swing that pendulum back to the middle where common sense dictates. This is, we gotta, this has gotta stop. That's all I, that's why I'm on the air. I, I talk about it and it's not easy because I get nasty messages and now my mother's gonna be like, oh no, oh no, you have to be very careful. Must flush, blah, blah, blah. She used to get mad at me about, you know, going after Governor Cuomo and stuff, but we, we made progress. He's not in office anymore. And I really think that's part of WABC doing. There's a reason why that district attorney, Todd Kaminsky, didn't get reelected because he wrote that disastrous bail reform law. That is the point of the media, because when the media lies, democracy dies. And all I'm doing here is telling you the truth based on facts. That's it. That's it. Let's go to uh, uh, Mike from Patterson. Hey, Lydia, how are you? I just want to start off by saying you do a great job. And uh, I'm, I'm the guy, I direct messaged you the other day and you read it on the air. Yes. That was my message. Okay. Um, I, I'm, emba- I'm, I'm embarrassed. Let me tell you that right now. This this whole city thing is, is, is out of control with the mass and stuff. I'm embarrassed. It's not what I signed up for to do. Uh, I love my job and I'm embarrassed. That video was embarrassing. And I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's, it's it's awful. Mike, what is the consensus among police officers? Do they feel the same way you do? Yes, a hundred percent. So why isn't anybody saying? Why isn't anybody saying? Why don't we deal with the the people you know sexually assaulting and the crime and the shootings and the homeless instead of going into Applebee's and arresting you know parents and and escorting little kids out? 
Uh, we get ordered to do it. We, we you know, we got to do it. That's the bottom line. We got to do it. If we don't do it, we, you know, it's uh, not following an order. You get in trouble. You get in trouble, and you want to keep your job. You have a pension. You have a livelihood. And I mean, is there anything like as far as like up the chain of commands? Are they displeased? Are they unhappy with this directive as well? Uh, I'm not sure about that. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure they are. Um, but you know, hopefully, uh, Mayor Adams, when, when he comes in. Hopefully, you know, he changes everything. I'm hoping for the best. Um, that's all I can. That's all we can do. You yeah. know, I mean, but then again, you know, it's, it, this is not happening in Republican states. Mm-hmm. The, the, the people are getting what they voted for. I mean, this, you know, they constantly, you know, the people of New York City vote for Democrats. And this is what happens. You're right. Thank you, Mike, from Patterson for calling in. Thank you, cop. And he, you just heard it right there. And I, he's not the only cop who has DM me. I read his message live on the air because they've had it, but they have no choice. They're following orders. And this, it's insane to me to, to Mike's point that you have all these people, not just Republicans, not just conservatives, not just independents. You have a lot of Democrats saying, this is crazy. Like I am more worried about on the Upper West Side is basically, you know, a very, very democratic stronghold there. And people are moving out in droves from the Upper West Side because you've got the Lucerne, you've got the other homeless hotels there, you've got people, you know, selling heroin and fentanyl and pills and this and that right there on the corner while the mommy and, you know, because everybody's, there's a lot of families there. They're walking down the street and they're like, I did not sign up for this to be, you know, approached on a constant basis by homeless people and drug addicts and this and that. Then why do you vote for Democrats? Why do you vote them in? Because all of a sudden being a Republican or being an independent or being a moderate has become some sort of bad world, bad world. Yeah. And a bad word. Just who cares about labels? Just vote for the right person and hold our leaders accountable because we deserve to have safe streets. You deserve to walk down the block with your baby and not be approached by a crackhead. You deserve to sit on the train and not worry about a guy whipping out his dingling and peeing and pooping and all these other things. You deserve to walk down the street and not smell marijuana. I cannot believe that that was legalized. And then we're wondering why people are out of their minds because they're on mind altering drugs. I'm Lydia Serrano in for the great Greg, Garrett, oh, Greg Kelly. See, look at me. I'm getting too fired up now. I'll be right back. This is Greg Kelly on 77 WABC. I can feel it coming. Collins. He can't even really perform as much anymore, but he's got that great, beautiful, soulful voice. I am Lydia Serrani, in for the great Greg Kelly. We got so much to talk about, and I stay with me until three o'clock. You just heard it from a cop right there. They got no choice. They have no choice. He said, if we don't follow the order, we can lose our jobs. Come on. There's got to be commissioners. Come on. The sergeants. This is so ridiculous. We all have to stand up to this nonsense. Let's be brave. Let's if we weren't brave about Governor Cuomo when we called him out about the what he did with the nursing homes, reinfect he readmitted infecting everybody there. 9,000 people. 9,000 people were admitted into nursing homes, the most vulnerable during the height of the pandemic that already had COVID. Meanwhile, we had the USNS comfort remember that giant ship that trump brought in sitting there in the hudson river 
ready and waiting to be used, and it wasn't even used. The Javits Center, we had tent hospitals, the Westchester County Center, but no, we jammed them all back in. And then he hid the numbers and he took, and then he wrote a book about leadership during a crisis and made $5 million. And if you think that Cuomo's going to have to give back that $5 million, it ain't going to happen. It'll be a cold day in hell before he's going to get that. It, it, the The chance of Cuomo giving back that five million is about as good as me voting for Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Slim, zero, none. Let's go to the calls. Let's go to uh, Jerry from New Jersey. Hey, Lydia. Um, I agree with you a hundred percent of the time, except for. About 15 minutes ago when you, you did that southern draw on people. I grew up in New Jersey, spent six in the sub, submarine. Did you hang up on me? No, I did not. I'm not going to hang up on you. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I, I heard a beep. Okay. Um, but I grew up in New Jersey, and then I joined the Navy. I was in submarine force for six years. And then I ended up in South Carolina for 20 years and just moved back. And uh, But I like the southern yeah. accent. You said you have a cute voice. Yeah, but the way you... The oh, way you I'm, I trying. Like they were. Oh, oh no! Don't please keep on playing him up. We can. And that's okay. Well, I did not mean to be offensive, Jerry. No, no, I don't mean offensive. But I'm telling you what. Uh, and if you live down in Greenville, that's where my daughter's going to college and stuff like that. They're the most heartwarming people. In I the love world. South Carolina. And they they will be some of them. They will help this uh, uh, when push comes to shove. They will be the people that will save this country. Uh, not that, not that, well, a bunch of people will. And, and my last point is, you know what? I keep hearing it's my job. I have to do it. You know what? That's what they said in 1940s in World War II. And, and a lot of them got tried in Nuremberg. I have to do it mm. because I was ordered to. You know, sometimes people need to just take a stand and, uh, and just do what's right. Thank you, Jerry, from New Jersey. And I do. I love Greenville, Spartanburg, Anderson, Asheville market. Uh, I didn't like Asheville that much, but thank you, Jerry, for, uh, but yeah, Greenville's like a, they called it, uh, what did they call it? They called it like G Vegas. And I lived in near, right near downtown Greenville. And it was uh, beautiful. I, I, I made a mistake not buying an apartment or something down there or a condo because now the home prices have like quadrupled because everybody is leaving New York for South Carolina. I remember back then when I was there, you could have a $500,000 house, which is basically a $2 million house in Westchester County. I mean, prices have gone up and your taxes would be like $5,000 a year, not even three to four or five. I mean, nothing like in Westchester, Yonkers, you're lucky if if you have a, you can't find, first of all, a house for $500,000 in Westchester that's worth anything. And if you do half a million dollars, your taxes are at least 12, 13, 14, 15, 20,000. 30,000, 40,000. You imagine you're paying you're paying so much tax a year that it's equivalent to some people's salary. That's what's going on here. And it's like, "Oh yeah, you make so much money living in New York." And it's like, "I'm wasting all of it. I'm wasting it in taxes. I'm wasting it in in services that I I don't even receive." That's that's the problem here. But I do and uh I will I will be more cognizant of my my southern accents. You know, people told me when I first moved back, they were like, oh, you have a southern accent. Uh, I don't have a southern I mean, now I have my Bronx accent. I'm from the Bronx. But, okay, let's go to David from Los Angeles. 
You're from the Bronx, Lydia? I'm from the Boogie Down. I could never tell sitting out here in California. <laughs> I think you're being a little facetious, huh? Quite a bit. Now, here's what I want to talk about. When we see a video of 12 cops going into Applebee's and surrounding a five-year-old, of course, human nature to say, Hey, cops, don't you have anything better to do? Can't you do anything better? But we need to keep the attention focused. It's the council and the elected officials that make the cops do that, and they don't want to do that. And is there anything that the left-wing commies want more than the decent people getting upset and mad at the cops instead of the elected officials? And finally, I'll say I have a lot of experience dealing with cops as a political activist at City Hall in L.A., and many times I've been kicked out. And the cops are escorting me out, and they say, gee, that was great. Let me tell you, you're on the right track. Come back tomorrow and keep saying it. And I say, well, gee, don't you work for the council? They say, yeah, but just because we work for them, we don't like what they're doing, and you're exposing it. So go easy on the cops. They're only doing what those dumb morons are telling them to do. I know, I know. And I, the manager that called the cops, it's like, are you proud of yourself? Couldn't you just serve them? Like, really? Like, calm down. But then they're afraid. The managers are afraid because they don't want to get fired. Because then what happens if they get caught? They face a $1,000 fine. If I was the all the restaurant owners, I would say I'm not enforcing this because you actually could endanger yourself. You're asking somebody for a vaccine card. They refuse. What if they shoot you? Is that what it's going to take? Who has to get shot? Who has to get killed? Remember that girl that got the beat down on the Upper West Side at that barbecue place by those women from Houston? She got she got they, they knocked her down. Because she asked for a vaccine card and they refuse. She should have never been put in that position. If I was her, she needs to get herself a good attorney and she should sue de Blasio because it's his insanity that is causing all of this, all of these problems. And thank God he, he can't leave too soon. By the way, I'm just looking at this on CBS News. Rapid COVID-19 home tests are more likely to give a false negative with the heavily mutated Omicron variant compared to earlier strains. Okay. So. If the if the rapid home test, which is very sensitive, by the way, they're very sensitive, is not detecting it, doesn't that because it it tests a viral load? Doesn't that tell you that this is not serious? Why are we doing this? Why we're obsessed? We are obsessed. Let's go to Kenny from Westchester. You there, Kenny? Oh, are we having a phone issue there. Oh, no, but you have two lines. You have two red things there. It should only be one. That's why you, you have two lines open. Kenny, right there now. I'm here. There you go, Kenny. All right. Lydia, still there? Yeah, I'm here. Don't don't worry about uh, anything because I can tell you in the early 60s, the American boys knew where Vietnam was. They never even heard of it, okay? And the rest was, you know, with the 50,000. 58,000, what happened to those poor boys. But um, I would caution people. The first thing with that woman on that video, to me, that sounds like a classic case of one of those left-wing groups trying to go in there and stage a thing, the way she's talking to the police officers. Most people wouldn't act that way unless it was like a demonstration, someone staging something. Also, with this virus, now, I'm not a doctor, and the doctor that, that, that you and the big cat has on, he's excellent because he gets right to the point. He talks about it. A lot of these other doctors... It's like they're auditioning for vaudeville or something. This is a serious time we live in. Get the, get the, the meat and potatoes out, all right? And if you want to be Harper Marks at the end, you can do that. But get them the meat and potatoes out. Now, with this virus, this is what I've been told. 
the people in the hospitals who are hospitalized with this are coming down also with blood clots. Well, they were, now they're probably breaking because they have the technology. Yes, Kenny, they're getting blood clots. You don't want to get this thing, but it looks like, I mean, you know, the Omicron is like a, it's a cold. For most people, it's a cold. There was a study, you know, that has shown it, it is like has a, you have like a, if it's it's a cold. It's like, what did they say, 80% more mild than the Delta and the other variants and this and that and there's a reason why it's not showing on the rapid test because it's not that serious. But nonetheless, we don't want to get sick. But and here we are. They're going to shut down the schools. They've already shut down Broadway. You can't go into the movies. You can't do anything. You can't go to the parties. You can't go to holiday celebrations. Fauci says to shut down New Year's. They want to shut it all down. Shut it down. Shut it down. Remember Biden? He said he was going to shut down this virus. I'm going to shut it down. I'm going to shut it down. The only thing that's been shut down is our economy our country, our drive, our ambition, our spirits, because we have this empty vessel, this moron, our leader. He's supposed to be our fearless. He's our feckless leader. I'm Lydia Serrani in for Greg Kelly. We got no lines open. I will be taking your calls and I'm going to be talking about the crime wave now sweeping the nation. And meanwhile, they're trying to use they meaning these radicals. They're trying to use COVID, I feel like, as almost like a as a distraction. That's why they want to hype this up so much. And they want to make it so serious because they don't want us to focus on the real issues. But you're listening to WABC Radio because you want to hear the truth. I'm Lydia. I'll be right back. This is Greg Kelly on 77 WABC. Ah, uh, Madonna, crazy for you. Maybe I am a little crazy. Am I? Am I? Am I crazy? Everybody's like, yes, yes. Lydia's crazy. If you ask my husband, yes, yes. Or am I just so crazy, so far out there that I've kind of made a complete 360, and I am completely right. Maybe that's what it is. You can't help but wonder, right? If they're really focusing on this COVID and the pandemic, because once again they want to lock it down. Because then again, we'll have the mail-in voting. We already have it here, non-citizen voting in New York City, right? Non-citizen voting, about, uh, what did they say? Almost 100, uh, I think it was like 80, 800,000, 800. It's like this ridiculous amount. Almost a million people are non-citizens, about 800,000. They will soon have the right to vote in city elections. They won't be able to vote for governor. They won't be able to vote for president, anything on the federal or state level. But when it comes to the mayor or city council or DA or any of those things, borough president, they'll be able to vote. Non-citizens, not like illegal immigrants or anything like that, but you only need to be a legal resident for 30 days. We already have issues with election integrity and voting integrity. You don't have to show ID when you go vote. And then on top of it, we're allowing non-citizens to vote. So are we going to have two ballot systems? And you just can't help but think to yourself, are they hyping up this pandemic that's not even showing up when you do the rapid test, the Omicron. Most people are reporting it's a cold. They don't have a fever, this and that, because they want to do something maybe subversive when it comes to the election so they can have more control over it. I mean, do you remember? See, okay, I'm going to say this. The election was not stolen. The election was not stolen. As far as we know, it has not. We Was there some fraud? Yes, 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 yes. It was bought. 100%. The election was bought by Facebook. Zuckerberg uses Zuckbucks. 
He said he spent millions upon millions of dollars set up these election workers. Can you believe that that we have people that can go out and and be and work for an election and this and that and they're not even certified by the state or the federal government? They went around collecting ballots. We don't know if they changed those ballots, the drop boxes, and all of that was centered on these cities that can go either way. And wouldn't you know it? Nine out of ten of those cities went to Biden. Normally, they go 50-50 or whatever which way. Almost all of them went to Biden. Coincidence? I think not. The guy who was in the basement all of a sudden got all these votes. It was bought. And if we keep on this uh, trajectory of the pandemic and the lockdowns and the mail-in voting and the school homeschooling, we're going to go right back to where we were when Biden was elected. And it's just a disaster. It's a disaster in the making. And speaking of disaster... Mayor Lightfoot, this is what, just to refresh your memory, this is how out of touch. Now, the reason I talk about Chicago is because Chicago, it has so much out of control crime. You think things are bad here? Chicago is like the size of Brooklyn and their crime is skyrocketing. And Mayor Lightfoot, she's the one that looks like Beetlejuice. She actually says that crime is, is down. Number 11. Crime is not out of control in our city. In fact, crime is on the decline. All of our major indices showed a decline in in, um, crime and our homicides and our shootings year over year are down. That's a fact, sir. They're not arresting anybody. They're not doing anything. And you know why? Because the cops are afraid. They're afraid to do their jobs. You know how we know? Because this EMS Chicago dispatcher, Keith Thornton, he went out. He put out a video. Another brave man here. African-American guy, dispatcher, 911 dispatcher. He talks to the cops all the time. He put out a video. It's now going viral. Number 12. It's outrageous, and I'm not happy. When you say Chicago, people are afraid. It's like it's a death zone. Several of my officers who texted me, okay, um, and said that they were scared. (laughs) They're tired of this nonsense. They have no backing, and they're scared of being out there by themselves. And can you blame them? And then he went on Fox News and he said that the officials are lying to us. I know that's shocking to you. Officials lying because he's he's got the courage to speak out. And I I hope to God he doesn't lose his job. Number 13. First, I want to start off number one by saying that whatever I'm saying here is my opinions, my opinions only. Nothing to do with the city of Chicago or my position, my title as a dispatcher. I'm speaking as a citizen, uh, an American citizen right here. And what was the breaking point? It's just not what took place that night. It's, it's what's taking place every night, every day, every morning, every afternoon while I'm sitting here right now. Uh, it's the crime. It's out of control. And the citizens of Chicago deserve to know that what's being done behind closed doors or what's being told to them, it's all false. It's all false. Uh, let's go to uh, Chris from Long Island. Hey, how you doing? Big fan. Thank you, Chris. How are you? Uh, I just had a, you know, I, I, I heard you talking to the, the cop before when he was saying that they had no choice. Mm. Uh, and I don't agree with that because I think that they do. Because uh, you were saying about like with the, um, with the sports people, they could stand up and say, we're not going to race against these people. How come the cops can't all band together and say, well, that's silly. I believe in my heart that that's not a good thing to do. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to go after those people. I agree. It takes courage. And so many people are lacking courage. But you also can't blame them because they got families, they got mortgages, and they don't want to deal with the drama. But, you know, it's just, but we do. We need people 
And and now we had that caller, Jerry, who said he compared it to Nuremberg. You can't compare anything that happened with the Holocaust. There's no comparison. The only thing you can compare to the Holocaust is the Holocaust, okay? But is this an injustice that's being played out throughout society? Absolutely. And does it require courage? Does it, does it require fortitude? Uh, a belief in oneself that doing the right thing could have repercussions and that's more important than, than money? Yes. Yes. But not everybody has that choice. But Chris, what would you do if you were a cop? I would probably, uh, get together with some of my coworkers and, you know, try to, you know, Take, I mean, listen, you can't rebel. I mean, yeah, you know, but, but I mean, what if they all, what if a whole bunch of police all took a stand and said, well, we're not doing that. That's wrong. Like, you know, because if you listen, if you know something's wrong, I wouldn't do it just for money. If I knew something in my heart was really wrong and it was like a bad thing and it was hurting people, I, I, I wouldn't care about the money. I, I'm not doing it. I agree. I agree. But uh, a lot of a lot of people aren't as brave as you or I, Chris, from Long Island. Thank you so much for for calling in. And the fact that we're arresting people for, you know, eating inside restaurants or going into movies without being vaccinated and the kids are being traumatized. The police handled this all wrong. They should have sent in a plain clothes cop. That's what they should have done. Talked to the family very nicely, said, listen, this is what we're going to do. If it was some sort of stage protest, yes, and then deal with it. But I mean, to send in like heavily armed SWAT team looking group of cops and the kid, the look on his face. Again, my social media, Lydia News, L-I-D-I-A-N-E-W-S. I'm Lydia Serrani in for the great Greg Kelly. It was horrifying to see that poor little kid's face. And then meanwhile, you got open borders. See, see, we're, I'm guilty of it. Look, we're talking about COVID. We're talking about Omicron. We're talking about shutdowns. And yet we still have a drug problem. Over 100,000 people overdosed on opioids. We still got open borders. Ukraine is, is still under uh, a threat of invasion. China is still a superpower that wants to take over the world. We still got so many problems going on. Uh, you got Afghanistan. You got Americans still trapped out there. You got a humanitarian crisis out there. So that's what they want. The pandemic. They want to keep it going. That's what they want because it it'll help them. I can guarantee you. If there was no COVID nineteen, if there was no pandemic, Trump would be the president right this second. I didn't like his tweets, but I sure miss a nasty tweet right about now. I really, really miss it because I can guarantee you I'd have a stockpile of tests. I would have antibody. I would have the antiviral pills. We would have antibody treatments in the hospitals, all this stuff. The fact that we still have long lines at all of these healthcare facilities for testing, the fact that no, you can't get a COVID test anymore, the fact that the monoclonal antibody treatments in short supply at a lot of hospitals, the, the, I mean, this is an embarrassment and nobody's calling them out. Nobody's calling out the Biden administration. And originally he blamed Trump, 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 Trump for everything. They're the ones that politicized this, right? They started it. So now we're going to finish it. They politicize this. So, yes, I put the blame squarely on the Biden administration because they wanted to blame Trump and said, I wouldn't take that vaccine. Remember Kamala Harris? She went, eh, 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 eh. I'm not going to take that vaccine because President Trump said for me to take it. And now all of a sudden, get the vaccine, get the vaccine. And meanwhile, they have completely pushed aside all the therapeutics, all the common sense, natural immunity, antibodies and all the other stuff that is necessary in order to beat this thing. Uh, let's go to let's see. Gracie, my a long time. No speak. Gracie from Rockland County. Hi, honey. It's not on account of me. Oh, I'm so happy you have the, the, the this this little bit of show 
this week. You don't know how much I miss you. I love you too, Gracie. Listen, what your monologue just now was so on target. Last night I saw someone who voted for Biden. Oh, no, 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 I don't want to talk. Yeah, they don't want to talk. They're dummies, and they still, oh, but Trump is this, yeah. So Trump tweeted, big deal. Lydia, you nailed it. Happy New Year, and I love you, and oh, what a pleasure to hear you. Thank you so much, Gracie. Keep thinking positive and hopefully keep testing negative. That's our mantra. Uh, The phones are still ringing. Thank you guys for calling. I feel so love. I feel so much love. And I love you guys, too. This is my dream job. I love being here. Thank you to Richard Schwartz, Chad Lopez, Matt Meany, John Katzmatidis, Margot Katzmatidis for allowing me this little girl from the, you know, that's I always think of myself. I'm like, I'm just a girl from the Bronx who just really just tried to make good and, and tried to do well in school and, and do the right thing and re- be respectful towards people. And I love God. I love my family. I love my daughter. I love my husband. And, you know. Oh, here I am. I'm doing the greatest job in the world. I'm affecting change. I, I it sounds corny, right? I know. He's like, oh God. It's true though. I mean, what greater gift than to be able to say, I think I made a difference. I think I made the world a better place. Even if I just helped one person, then you know, I, there's no greater gratification. I'm Lydia Serrano in for Greg Kelly. Got more phone calls uh, to take from you guys. Uh, 1-800-848-WABC. This is Greg Kelly on 77 WABC. Hey, hey, mama said the way you move gonna make you sweat, gonna make you groove. Uh, welcome back to the Greg Kelly Show. I'm Lydia Serrano. I got a little Led Zeppelin there for you. We need to fortify this music library. We need some Matt Meany, our acting program director. We need some Pearl Jam. I need some Nirvana. I need some Guns N' Roses. I need some Bush. You can tell. Is Matt Meany out there? Is he listening to me? We need some really good rock music. Metallica. We don't even have Metallica. Pearl Jam's black. You could tell when I grew up. These are the songs I grew up on. These are the songs I love. We're going to get them on for you. I really feel like music needs to be incorporated. We got a lot of old fart music, you know, the Bernie and Sid stuff. That's some old fart stuff, you know, or come on. We need some good stuff, right? Am I am I wrong? Let's go to the phone calls. Let's go to Mike from Mawa, New Jersey. Hey, Lydia. Nice speaking to you. Uh, I want to, I was going to bring something about uh, a woman who was prosecuted, but let me bring up the subject. I spoke to a doctor this morning, one of my parents uh, of my students. And, you know, we were talking about my daughter. My daughter has a drug addiction. She's living on the streets uh, in Arizona. I'm sentinel now. She said, well, there might be something good out there. See, that's what you mentioned about how the government wants to keep us down. They want to keep people in a fog. Now, she was telling me this morning there's a drug that's being researched and almost approved that will eliminate you getting stoned, meaning uh, when they give the injection, they won't get a high, so they won't want to do it. But they won't talk about that in the news. They don't want to get rid of the homeless. They don't. They want to keep people down. They don't want people raising up and being aware of these things. Have you heard of the shot? Because that will stop the whole chain. People want sentinel in the country. They won't want this. It stops the whole chain of events. And I think it's an important drug, but no, they won't talk about it. They want to deflect and talk about other things. I have, have not heard, heard about, about that. I have not heard about it, Mike from Mawa, about that drug, but I wouldn't be surprised. I know that there are drugs as far as alcoholics goes, and there are other drugs that they've said that kind of takes away the cravings. I mean, you have people that are 
talking to themselves and, and they have to want to or be willing to go into hospitals and get treatment. Well, if you're out of your mind, if you're high on drugs, how are you able to have some sort of sanity or you know, rationale to ask for help or agree to the help. So it's kind of like this catch 22 situation that we have here. Now, can we just imprison people if they're out of their minds or this or that? Yeah. I mean, and what, it, what is it called? Like a 5150 hold in, in California or if somebody's a harm to themselves, we really need to help people. We shouldn't be allowing because that's what they're doing. The addicts and the homeless people. And, you know, like the line from pretty woman, when she, when uh, Richard Gere says to her, you know, baby, I'll put you up in the condo and and then she looks at him and she's like, that's just geography, baby. It is. It's just geography. You see the homeless. Those are the extreme cases, the drug addicts, because it's mostly a mental illness, but drug addiction problem. And you wonder what came first, the drug addiction, then the mental illness or they or their brain so fried or did they start taking the drugs to treat the mental illness and they're self-medicating? Uh, those are the extreme choices. But it's just geography, baby, because we got so many drug addicts in people's homes. You know, parents are dealing with it. What are they supposed to do? Just kick their kid out? They're getting the drugs on the Snapchat and this and that. And what are they going to turn off their phones? And then the kid's going to attack them. And then the cops are called and the cops are like, well, we can't do anything, you know, and this and that. There's this whole culture going on where it's the people that are doing the right thing. They're being accused of being the criminals. They're being victimized instead of cops saying, you know what? You're saying your kids on drugs like it should be illegal. If to use drugs, it should be illegal. We should not have people getting high on the streets. That's the first mistake that that should not be allowed. We should not be selling those vape cartridges or those vape pens to somebody that's their minds are still developing. Our brains are still developing well into our 20s. And we know what nicotine does. We know what alcohol does to people. I'm not saying outlaw at all, but the fact that like it's just perfectly legal to get stoned and to get high and to use drugs and and all these things that are going on and if a cop approaches you or medical personnel you can just refuse help but like to your point from Ma, they want to they want to have the control they want it the AOCs AOCs like we need to help people we need to do this for them we need to you know republicans don't care about lives they don't care about black lives what are you talking about it's your progressive policies that are hurting the very people you're claiming to protect it's their policies go to the projects and speak to the moms out there and they will tell you i would i can guarantee you 95% of the people that are living in the housing projects they want more cops they're sick and tired of the shootings they want the stop question and frisk back and i pray that mayor eric adams i'm going to call him mayor already because i'm done with de blasio they they that he has some common sense and that he says enough is enough we're going to bring back the plain clothes unit we're going to bring back stop question and frisk we're going to cuz what's the point of them arresting people for gun possession which they're doing in record numbers if you're just letting the guy back out on the street look what's going on in chicago these regressive policies don't work they don't work they they don't they don't work in schools with the critical race theory they don't work in the streets with the crime they don't work and it's time for us to take our country back. And the best way we can do it is vote and speak out. Uh, let's go to who should we talk to? Let's go to Dan from Bayside. Hey, Lydia, if the government was um, concerned about the covid virus, they would uh, immediately shut down the border. You're right. Instead, we got people coming over. We don't even know their medical history, their criminal history, sex traffickers, drug traffickers. 
all being absorbed into the community here, and it's going to uh, destroy America from within. We, we cannot financially take care of all these people. We can't financially take care of them. Our medical system can't care, our health care, our school system. Think about it. Some of these kids that are coming into the community, communities unaccompanied, they end up as MS-13 gang members because they're going to these random relatives and then they're out of control. They have no f- familial support. They don't know anybody. So then they join a gang. So even if they didn't plan on becoming a gang member, they become them. And then they go into the school system. They're so far behind and they're put thrown into the schools and then it's wreaking havoc. And it's just, it's not fair. There are rules. There are laws that we all have to follow. And are there, you know, tragic cases? A hundred percent. But we all have to follow the rules. You know, and just because why is it fair that somebody from Afghanistan can't come here and there is true strife there? I mean, you have like the Taliban in, in control over there. Women can't go to school and all these other things happening. But somebody who may or may not be suffering something or maybe just wants to get into this country illegally can just, you know, pop over the border. It's it's not fair. It's not right. They need to reinstate the stay in Mexico policy. But God forbid, that's you're 100% right. If they truly cared about COVID, they would shut down the border. But they're not even testing them because they don't even have the capability because the border is so porous. Think about it. The border is there. All of the taxpayer dollars have already been allocated. And yet you see the giant portions of the border wall just laying there on the ground. There are videos of it. There have been reporters out there. The, you know, the motor to open and close like the border. They're, they're there. They just haven't like plugged it in and connected it. Cause as soon as Biden came in, he did two things. He said, stop building the border, even though all the money's been there. So it was a waste of millions upon millions, millions, millions of taxpayer dollars. And then he also shut down the Keystone pipeline, that Keystone pipeline from New York, from uh, United States to Canada. And as a result, just as Kat Smitidis predicted, we were going to see, you know, inflation because anything that is transported, we were going to see go up. This isn't magic why we see inflation. This isn't magical why we're seeing higher gas prices. It's common sense. We were energy independent. Now we've become energy dependent. And rather than reopening that Keystone pipeline, rather than asking Canada or Alaska or Dakota, South North Dakota or whatever, any of these other states that have an oil supply or countries, we're like, let's ask OPEC. Let's ask Russia. And I mean, look what's happening here. Look what's happening here. Uh, let's go to Tom from the Bronx. What part of the Bronx, Tom? Pelham Bay. Oh. Lydia. Oh, you, you're familiar with Pelham Bay? Of course I'm familiar with Pelham Bay. Where did you go to high school? But you, hello? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, uh, you should have grew up in Pelham Bay. You would have been better off. You would have been safer there. But the, they wouldn't have been stealing your sneakers, those guys there. They would have protected you. First thing, <laughs> what about bad company by bad company? And also, the Chinese and the Russians know something that the average American knows. You don't put on a uniform to take on America, or you do, because you know you don't want to fight us in the battlefield. We're too advanced, no matter how many uh, rowboats they build over in China with a stick of uh, cherry bombs. The thing is, they just bringing drugs into this country. They're infiltrating our universities, now our elementary schools. I mean, come on, America isn't used to dealing with 20-year-olds in second grade coming through the border. And also, the thing is, emphasizing that, no uniform, just get in any way you can. Oh, it, it just clipped out. Uh, 
Yeah. You're, meanwhile, China is like ramping up their education. They take it so seriously. And here we're lowering the standard, lowering the bar. Oh, you can't pass a gifted and talented test. Oh, you can't get we're going to get rid of all the tests. Instead of trying to get to the root cause of the problem, we just get rid of it. We think we can mask the problem. You know what I say? It's kind of like if you go to the bathroom and you, and you do a number two and then you spray uh, that, you know, that floral type of air freshener. Guess what? It still smells like poop, but now it smells like rose-scented poop. And it's actually, you've made it worse. So you're better off. You should open the window or a courtesy flush. That's what I tell my husband. It's like he knows which bathroom I'm going to go to. And then he rushes in there to do a number two. So then I have to s- sit in his stench. Anyway, that's a whole other topic. I'm just I'm kidding. We got we to gotta have a good time sometimes. And I wish you guys a happy, healthy new year. I'm not sure if I will be filling, filling in tomorrow, but I will be uh, sitting alongside John Katzmatidi today at five o'clock cats at night i hope you guys all stay happy healthy god bless you guys never lose the faith in yourself in your family in your friends god bless and uh stay tuned